Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 56 of the World of Sports podcast. I'm your host, Diego Sandoval, and joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Logan Ring. Logan, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? We've got a great episode in store. Very, very full, jam-packed episode. Uh, As always, we're going to do our NFL Week 6 picks uh, and bold predictions, of course. Um, And then we are going to jump into our NBA season predictions. Um, NBA season, uh, we're recording this Friday, October 15th. It Mm -hmm. starts on Tuesday, I believe. Two games on Tuesday and the rest of the league on Wednesday. Is that what it is? Uh, Yeah, it's like five days from now. Yeah. Um, Either way. So very exciting stuff in the NBA. Uh, Preseason just is wrapping up or has wrapped up. I think it's today or tomorrow is the last one. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to close it off just by talking about the MLB playoffs, ALCS, NLCS. Um, The first game of the ALCS is about to start. Uh, And then the NLCS is starting on Saturday, tomorrow, um, depending on when you are watching or listening to this. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we get started. Follow us on all of our social medias. Head over to Instagram at TWS Podcast. Click the link in our bio. All of our links can be found there. Um, and uh, yeah, let's jump right into it with our NFL picks. We are undefeated on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. We picked the Buccaneers last night to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. They did just that. Um, checking in on our scores. Um, we were tied going into last week. You I went ahead. I went 12 and four, uh, <laughs> put me at 57 and 23 and you went 10 and six. Uh, you're 55 and 25 is still really like, we're doing really well. I feel like, <laughs> which is for a casual fan. I think I'm, I'm doing just all right. <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm trying to think who, who screwed you last week. Um, the Browns, the, the refs Browns. in the Browns game, maybe, <laughs> um, um, yeah, and we had a couple like w- that we were split on that we ended up. Yeah, the Chiefs. Mm, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, that was pretty Broncos. much that was. Yeah, and then the Broncos. Those were the the flippers. Um, but yeah, should be another good week. We already got one right. Uh, let's let let's let's run through these. We're not going to spend as much time as we usually do, just because we got a lot more to talk about in the NBA and MLB. Uh-huh. Uh, over in London, England, the Jaguars are taking on the Dolphins. And I have the Jaguars winning their first game in a very long time in this one. I just feel like the Dolphins are depleted and not a good team. And you know, neither are the Jaguars, but I think the Jaguars can win this one. Yeah, I actually am picking the Jaguars too. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I th- he's got to like break out at some point. And I mean, he's not he's not been like bad or anything. He's just... I feel like most people think that he's got more in him because of what we've seen before. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars. I am. I have not liked what I've seen by the, with the Dolphins for the last few weeks at all. Yeah, this feels eerily, eerily similar to last week. We both picked the Jets to beat the Falcons in London, and that <laughs> didn't happen. Hopefully, this this one does happen. Uh, so yeah, we both got the Jaguars. Uh, moving on, Packers versus the Bears. I have the Packers in this one. I just think they're the better team. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I don't honestly have too much to say about this, but I just feel like the Packers are better in both sides of the field. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Bengals taking on the Detroit Lions. What do you got in this one? Um, And this one, I got the Bengals again. The Lions mm-hmm. in some of the games have made it pretty close. It's just I don't think they're very good at all, and the Bengals have been a lot better than I thought. Um, so I'm going to 
keep thinking that's the way it's going to go down this week too. Yeah, I'm rocking with the Bengals, but the Lions are a good 0-5 team. Like, they've they've put up fights against good teams. So they're, Almost beat the Ravens. Right, and, you know, they, they've played hard-fought games. They almost came back against the Niners week one, if you remember that game. They're 0-5, but they've played good games so far. Um, moving on to 1-4 teams, the Colts taking on the Texans. I think that the Texans have been playing like a 1-4 team. I think the Colts have a bit more in them than what their record says. So I've got the Colts. Yep. I think we're the same so far. I got the Colts too. I feel like they've just been, yeah, they've been in almost every game they played and they absolutely blew it last week. But if they're up against the Ravens, then I feel like (laughs) I don't think the Texans could even do that at all. So yeah, I'm rocking with the Colts. Uh, And then moving on. I mean, the game that I think is a lock, the lock of the week, I have the Rams beating the Giants. Uh, pretty handedly i'm sure you have the same thing yeah okay um that's just making sure. <laughs> yeah we, we don't have to talk about that <laughs> game um a game that i think could be a massive shootout two of the worst i think it might be two the two statistically worst defenses in the nfl uh the Kansas city chiefs taking on the washington football team it is so weird like okay nobody really expected the chiefs defense to be good nobody expected it to be this bad Mm-hmm. And Washington football team, they came in as a top five defense and have just been terrible. Um, if it comes down to a shootout, which I think it will, I think the Chiefs can outshoot the football team. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know what's up with the Chiefs, but I mean, I think they're too talented to pick against them even in a game like this. So, yeah, I, I got to go with them again. I mean, the Chiefs, they their, their record, you know, I think they're two and three right now. They, I think they can. They're going to make the playoffs just because they have the 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 talent to be a, a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But you can't win in the playoffs with the team that they have right now. Just that it's not a it, the formula won't work. And we saw it's it, just been disappointing. It. Yeah, and we saw it last week against the Bills. Like that that's mm-hmm. going to be who they have to beat. Yeah, and they pretty much got manhandled by them. Yeah. So, Chiefs fans. Uh, I would be worried heading into the playoffs. (laughs) Um, Moving on, an interesting matchup, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Panthers have a really good defense. That offense has shown that it could be inconsistent. Um, And the Vikings are kind of the other way around. They have a good offense, but that defense has shown it can be inconsistent. Who do you got in this one? I'll let you go first. I got the Panthers Panthers in this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the Panthers, they started 3-0 and whatever. I don't think they're that good of a team, but I just do still think they got some talent. And the Vikings, I feel like some weeks have just kind of not shown up at all. Uh, and that inconsistency kind of just scares me for picking with them. So I'm rocking with the Panthers. Yeah, I got the Panthers as well. I just think that defense is so strong. Yeah. Um, moving on to... A very good game this week. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, two teams that are coming off the highest of highs, I would say. The Chargers winning Mm -hmm. that game against the Browns. The Ravens making that comeback against the Colts. Lamar Jackson silencing all the running back. Blah, blah, blah. He threw for 440 yards. I mean, this is going to be a very good game. And it could go either way. 
I have the Ravens in this one. I just think that that offense is so dynamic with Lamar. And that I like the Ravens defense a bit more than the Chargers defense, although both defenses are good. I just think I think that the Ravens can win this game, although I, I expect it to be a very good game. Yeah, we got our first difference here. I got the Chargers in this one. Um, just watching the game against the Browns, I honestly do unbiasedly. I know I'm extremely biased. I feel like the Browns would have won if that call didn't go the Chargers way. But hey, they put up like 40 plus and their defense. I mean, it was not good, but that's not what their defense usually is. It's a lot better. But man, they're a fun team. Justin Herbert's going to be really good in this league for a long time. And I feel like they're very deep. And I just really like the Chargers. Part of me is just kind of hoping they win because the Ravens are obviously in the same division as the Browns. But and I, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Chargers win, so <laughs> there, there's maybe a sprinkle of bias in there, but I think we can both <laughs> At least agree. It's different. This is going to be a very good game. Yeah. Um, moving on to a game that looked like it was going to be good. It definitely could still be good. Um but some news broke today about a key player being out uh, Arizona Cardinals versus the Cleveland Browns. The Browns will be missing Nick Chubb. And I feel like what makes their offense so good is that they can just flip flop Kareem hunt, Nick Chubb and defenses have no idea what to do about it. And only having Kareem hunt. And I even think he was limited in practice. I think he is still going to play, but I think he's going to play, but hundred percent. Yeah. He's been banged up. The Browns lean on that rushing attack and also the Cardinals are very good. So I got yeah. the Cardinals in this one. Uh, I'm picking against the Browns. It sucks this week, but I mean, I got to try to make the smart pick here. The Cardinals best team so far this year and the Browns missing our best offensive player. It's, it's pretty tough. Um, Nick Chubb absolutely destroyed uh, the chargers last week. And it was just like amazing to watch him just break loose and then, get tackled and somehow stay on his feet every single time. But Kareem Hunt's still good. It's just the Kareem Hunt's great. It's, it's the, the yeah, back it, and forth is what makes yeah, it. Yeah. So what makes good. it so special is you can, you can just throw it to either of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Cardinals have just been so amazing this year. I'm, I got to go with them. Yeah. Um, moving from your favorite team to my favorite team, the Las Vegas Raiders are taking on the Denver Broncos. Two teams started off three and oh, they have lost two straight. Um, I mean, my Raiders are so tough to gauge right now. Like even, yeah, they, they won their first three, lost their last two. We just lost, we, you know, our head coach just resigned. Um, so I have a feeling this week could either, we'd either, we're either going to look really good or we're going to look like an absolute dumpster fire because this is the point in the season where usually the Raiders collapse because They've done it the past like two seasons. They, they start off really good and everyone's super excited and it just doesn't end up piecing all together in the end. Um, all that being said, I'm going to pick the Raiders in this one. I don't think the Broncos are that good of a football team. I, I view these teams as pretty equal. They, they both have, you know, strong suits here and there, but they're like very fringe wild card teams in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go with the Raiders in this one. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders too. I feel like this week is going to say a lot about the Broncos because 
their first three games, they won against three teams who were 0 and 9, I think, put together. Yeah. Um, at the time, and I they've feel like one game since, but well, they're yeah, still not but, good teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just can't, I, I really have no idea what the Broncos really are this year so far. And I feel like this is going to tell me a lot. Um, but I just feel like the Raiders are better. And yeah, the last two weeks, they haven't been good. But I mean, I feel like they got more talent on that team. Um, but I'm excited to see the result because I feel like it's going to show a lot for both these teams. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the Broncos come in after losing back-to-back to the Ravens and the Steelers, two teams the Raiders beat, but we all know the Raiders are just in a different mindset completely now. Mm-hmm. You know, coaching in the NFL is a lot more important than coaching in, say, the NBA. Like, these right. are the coaches that basically dictate what happens in the game. And mm-hmm. John Gruden was the Raiders' offensive play caller, I was never really a fan of him as a play caller. I think he's a good, he was like a good coach. Obviously he's a terrible person, I guess. So, I mean, whatever he can enjoy retirement, I don't care. Um, But it should be interesting to see just the direction the Raiders go from here, because I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts right now, Um, Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, Moving on, the Dallas Cowboys are taking on the New England Patriots. I'm pretty confident the Cowboys will win this game. I've been really impressed with them. Yeah, me too. Um, did the Patriots lose? They lost last week, right? Yes, I believe the tech- they did. Yeah, I mean, er, no, no, no. The Patriots beat back? the Texans. Yeah, they came back. They okay, beat they them came twenty-five back. to twenty-two. Yeah, I, I remember last week looking at the score, and I think they were down by a lot at the start, yeah. and I was just really disappointed in them. Um, I don't think the Patriots are absolutely terrible, but I don't think they're great. And I feel like the, the Cowboys have just been solid this year the entire time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm picking the team that I just think is straight up better. I mean, that's what I usually do, but I feel like this matchup isn't really, you know, any different than just me. <laughs> I don't know. I just believe in the Cowboys a lot more. Um, and Dak Prescott's been great so far. Yeah. Uh, this week's Sunday night football game, I think, will be an absolutely ugly game. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking on the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks without Russell Wilson, without Chris Carson. It's Geno Smith versus Ben Roethlisberger. It's not going to be good. <laughs> Bad offense. I mean, the, the the Seahawks still have weapons, and so do the Steelers. Um, but, you know, we all know the quarterback is the most important position in football. They both have bad quarterbacks. I'm going to go with the team with the better defense, so I've got the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben has not been good at all, but he's still their starting quarterback. He's a starting like, quarterback, right? <laughs> yes, that's still a lot. I got a really weird prediction for this one that we'll get to, but um, yeah, I, I hate picking for the Steelers, but I mean, the Seahawks are so injured, and I mean, they've been absolutely terrible, especially defensively. Uh, and then you take away a big part of that offense. You take away the only, be... yeah, you take away the only reason they would have yeah, been good. <laughs> I just think they're going to be terrible this week. So yeah, I got the Steelers. Uh, and then the Monday night game is the Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. Titans very underwhelming this year. They've had some trouble with injuries. The Bills, I think, are the team to beat in the AFC right now. Uh, so I've got the Bills in this one. Yeah, I think I saw a stat where they've won the last like three or four by like 18 plus. Um, just insane. And it's been good teams too, or some good teams. Um, but it, it's just really <laughs> impressive what they've done. Um, the Titans, like you said, have been so underwhelming. I feel like you can't pick against the Bills. Yeah, I mean, the Bills last four games, 35-0, 43-21, 40-0, 38-20. 40-0. 
Like, <laughs> that's good. Um, it is pretty good. <laughs> moving on, uh, I think we had one difference. Our difference yeah. was the Ravens-Chargers game. <laughs> I, I'm safe with my lead. That means that hey, I'm, I'm secured. Fine. But you, you could, you could inch forward. <laughs> I could jump one up. <laughs> um, all right, uh, bold predictions. I'm gonna go first. Uh, mine comes out of the Cowboys-Patriots game. I have Ezekiel Elliott rushing for 150 yards and two touchdowns. He has had a great start to the season after kind of a. It wasn't. I mean, he 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 played week one against the Buccaneers, a very good rush defense. People panicked, said he's not going to be a big part of this offense. And he has come back and just absolutely just been a workhorse for the, for the Cowboys. Uh, and I don't think that that stops this week. They're going to be ahead against the Patriots. That means they're going to run a lot. I have Zeke having a big game. Uh, my first one uh, is for the Chargers Ravens game. I think both teams will score 30 plus. Um, I don't think either of these teams have bad defenses, but last week we, I mean, both of them did not play well on defense, but their offenses were just amazing. Um, and I just feel like that can carry over to this week. Uh, I, I mean, I love this matchup a lot. It's I'm definitely going to watch like the whole thing. I mean, 30 plus, I feel like might not, it, it could be 40 plus even, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited. Uh, yeah. Uh, my next prediction comes with my lock of the week. I have the Los Angeles Rams winning by 25 points this week. Uh, I didn't want to go the full 30. I don't know why. I just, I would have gone 30 if I would have gone 30 if Daniel Jones was out. Uh, looks like he's going to play coming off a concussion though. We know that's a, that, 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 that'll affect a guy a lot, you know, just it, not even physically, it's more your mindset and knowing you're coming off of a head injury. You're, you're much more cautious. They don't have Saquon Barkley. They don't have Kenny Galladay. That team is very injured right now. And the Rams are a very good team that they, they, you know, that in the past couple of weeks, they haven't been as good as they were the first few weeks, but I still think that they have all the talent in the world. Um, so I have the Rams winning by 25 points this week. Yeah. Um, mine, the weird one that I was talking about, uh, my weird prediction is that big Ben will have 45 plus pass attempts against the Seahawks. <laughs> uh, this man loves throwing the ball for like yeah. four yards, every play for no reason. Uh, and the Seahawks defense is atrocious. Um, so I could see this happening. I could also see them being up by a lot and then just running it. But, uh, I just feel like this was kind of a fun pick i don't know how likely it is he's thrown for like 51 game for no reason uh it came in an l which is not expected <laughs> but i think he's averaging like 38 or something so it's not super far off but usually he's 40 or below uh so yeah i i just wanted to go up there for a little bit yeah and he'll throw the ball to naji harris like behind the line of scrimmage eight times a game and it's like <laughs> he throws the ball maybe like two yards to his right and it counts as like a, a an attempt so like I don't even that offense is so weird that it's just like they use Najee Harris well, but it's basically only in that passing game. So, right. Big Ben is a thrower. Uh, we don't <laughs> I won't necessarily put any <laughs> I wouldn't say good thrower next to it, but uh, he, he he does throw the ball. Um, yeah. All right. Those are our NFL week six predictions. Let's move on. Which sport do you want to do next? MLB or let's NBA? Do, let's do NBA so we can finish off with MLB. All right. NBA season predictions. Here we go. Uh, actually, first, I would like to go ahead and go look back at our preseason predictions from last year. 
I'm Uh-oh. pretty sure we did this once, but I just want to see like if any credit should be given to us <laughs> in these predictions. Um, I'm going to guess probably not. I think but... you got Jordan Clarkson for six man. Yes, um, I did do that. I don't know if we got anything else. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are hard. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, here it is. Uh, we both picked Luca for MVP. I also picked Lamelo Ball for Rookie of the Year, so I got nice. that. Uh, your Obi Toppin picked and oh out. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all we got. I, I was, I had the only two correct predictions, I guess, Lamelo and Jordan Clarkson. So, hoping what was my, what was my six man? <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer who, Dinwiddie who played who, three games. He started in those yeah. three games. He, he didn't come off the bench one time. Hey. And then tore his ACL. So it's like, hey, it's yeah, tough. injury ruined that prediction, but also he should have been coming <laughs> off the bench anyway. Hey, I don't know. Um, so yeah. Uh we're gonna start off with coach of the year because okay. I'm gonna go from least important award, I guess, or sure. as least recognizable award. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go. <clears throat> I'll go first. Um, I'm going with Billy Donovan, coach of the Chicago Bulls. Right. Um, I don't. I, I really like this Bulls team this year, and I'm really excited to watch them. I feel like coach of the year. They really like to give it to kind of surprise coaches, teams that kind of come out of the come out of the the gutter, just so to say. Um, and I think the Bulls are a team that can definitely do that. And Billy Donovan's a good coach. He's just been, you know, coaching the Thunder. So I think he's going to get his recognition with the Bulls this year. You know, I picked Billy Donovan for this one too. Um, And I really, I I had pretty much the same reasoning as you. Uh, Billy Donovan, you know, he's been a bit of a controversial coach. People think he's good and people think he's bad. And it's kind of, I I don't think, I think he's just kind of average, honestly, right now. But he's also had teams where they've been really talented and he's done well with them. And then, Teams like whereas Russell Westbrook in 2017, yeah, 2017, where he won MVP. And I mean, he was the coach of that. Um, so I'm really excited to see him with this team. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. I feel like coach of the year sometimes comes with teams that do a lot better than either last year or than they were expected to do. And I'm really liking this Bulls team. It's preseason, but what they've shown so far has been really fun. Um, I think their defense is going to be fantastic. I think Zach Levine's going to get a lot more credit this year. And I mean, I think Billy, Billy Donovan's going to do great. I don't see how he can really mess this up. Um, <laughs> if he does, I, I mean, it could go the other way too. If he's horrible, then he can just straight up get fired. But I mean, everything goes right. You look at this team and if everything like best case scenario, or I mean, if everybody plays to their potential, you could have four all-stars. Right. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. Like those are like, that's a very good roster. Right. So um, that's the team to watch, I would say. Yeah, I'm really excited for the Bulls. All right. Um, which one are we doing next? Moving on, what is your most improved player this year? All right. My very, most very hard player. to predict, by the way. Yeah, th- this one, I mean, who, who would have picked Julius Randle last right. year? Like, I wouldn't even know he would be in the running for that. <laughs> um, it's one of the, like, top five favorites, I think, but not definitely not, like, the favorite. I got Kevin Porter Jr. in this one. Yeah. This really hurts as a Cavs fan <laughs> trading him. Every Cavs fan knew how talented he was. It was just he didn't want to be in Cleveland, and, I mean, the coaching staff didn't really handle it great. Um, but, I mean, he's shown a lot of potential. He put up 51 game 
I think he's going to take a ton of shots. Him and Jalen Green together is going to be a really fun backcourt. Uh, he's got the passing ability. I think he's going to run point this year, which is pretty fun. Um, John Wall looks like he's on the way out. They're looking for a trade. I don't know who's going to trade for that contract, but I don't think he's going to be playing. Uh, and Kevin Porter Jr., yeah, he's shown flashes. He's getting another year under his belt, and it's kind of been his first like full year, uh, even though it wasn't full, but this should be his first full year. Um, and, yeah, I think he's just super talented and a fun young team like this. If they have basically any success and he's putting up numbers – uh, I think it can go to him and I don't expect the Rockets to win more than like 30 games this year, but sometimes most improved players just go to a young player who's doing a lot better. Yeah. I really like that pick. Uh, I was thinking about it, but I, I just decided to go with this guy who it might be a cheater pick maybe a little bit cause he's been injured, but I also, but like that, that factors into it. Like you're, you're most improved if you know, you, yeah. you come off of injury. I've got Jaron Jackson jr. For this injury. Mm-hmm. I think that one, that Grizzlies team, you know, like you said, they like to give it to young guys. Jaron Jackson Jr. checks that box. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. and John Morant is this, like, great com- – it's like this perfect. great combination of, like, the NBA of the future, like, mm-hmm. point guard center, center power forward, whatever you want to call Jaron. It's, you know, a, an absolute – like, an electric point guard and then a, a big man who can stretch the floor. Like, it's what you want in today's NBA. Um and I think when they're both on the court and they're both healthy, they benefit off of each other so much just based on their play styles. And I think if Jaron Jackson Jr. has this full, a fully healthy season, which looks like <laughs> will hopefully happen, I hope it happens, um, I think he, he could be in for a very big leap this year. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the only thing hold, holding him back is his injury history. And I mean, that is a big thing to hold you back, but – Everybody can see how talented he is, and his potential is so high, especially with Jaw at the point. Um, so, yeah, I like that pick. Moving on, sixth man of the year. I had trouble with this one. I also felt some pressure because I got it right last year, and I feel like I, I got I to gotta continue my reign. Um, I have Derrick Rose. I, I think I – like, I was going to pick that. I think that was I my think, second choice. I think that the Knicks, you know, are going to stay around. I don't think they're going to take a big leap. I mean, bringing in Kemba is going to help, question mark. We'll see. Um, but I, I see them finishing around where they finished last year, maybe maybe a bit lower. We'll see. I mean, the NBA landscape is so weird. It's always changing. But bringing in Kemba Walker, he's going to get the starter minutes at point guard. And I think Derrick Rose off the bench, we saw last year, he still has juice in him. Like, he, he can still go out and put up, like, 30-point games if he wants to. And I think that's what that's what I look for when I look at bench players that I think could win six man of the year is who can go out and like take over like towards the end of the game and end up playing starter minutes. And I think Derrick Rose is that guy. Right. Um, I really like that pick. I feel like Derrick Rose, even if he plays the shooting guard, I feel like he could like finish off games. Um, like mm-hmm. you just said, I, I feel like he could get 20 plus minutes a game. And yeah, we'll see what happens with Kemba this year. I mean, I still think he's so talented, so. We'll see what happens in New York, but Derek Rose is just, he's still, he's not like an old man. Like people say mm-hmm. like, yes, he, his prime is absolutely behind him, but like, he's still got a lot left in him. And I mean, he's such a fan favorite too. So I would love if he won this award um, for me. Now this one scares me a little bit because uh, well, first of all, it's Patty Mills, um, <laughs> but another, another now, six man of the year on the net. Now, now that <laughs> Kyrie now is not start. playing. <laughs> 
I don't know if he's starting or not. Um, I would really like to see James Harden at the one and Joe Harris at the two. I feel like that's much better in this league than Joe Harris playing the three. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, starts, I know that, that be, this is, that would be so hilarious. This is a very risky pick because I, I don't even know if he's going to be coming off the bench, <laughs> but Hey, Patty Mills, I think is one of the most underrated players in the league, just from what he does. Uh, he's such an amazing player off the bench. He sauced uh, up I mean, Team USA in the Olympics. Yeah, like <laughs> when he gets his when he gets his like shine, like he gets his ability to play. He plays so well, um, like in the Olympics. Um, but Patty Mills <laughs> on the Spurs. I mean, who's watching Spurs games, honestly? Right. But he's been so good. He's such an efficient player. If you give him minutes and get, put him in a role where he can actually facilitate and score, he is so good at it. He's very efficient. Um, and I feel like the Nets was a perfect fit for him. I feel like he can be sort of that microwave off the bench. Uh, and they lost a lot of bench guys. Like, I mean, they lost guys like Jeff Green, Landry Shamit. That's a great spot for him to fit into. Um, and if I, I think the Nets are going to have a ton of success. So a six-man of the year on like a top three seed at least, I feel like that could definitely happen. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope he comes off the bench at least. <laughs> I like it. Um, defensive player of the year, who you got? My defensive player of the year, um, I picked Anthony Davis. It is kind of a toss up between him. Well, I mean, there was a, a bunch of different guys. I wanted to go with Rudy Gobert, but I, I the question marks about his playoff performances on defense where he gets kind of exposed is just what held me back from that because I feel like some voter fatigue might go into that. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis has shown his ability to switch on defenders. Obviously, he can guard in the paint. He's amazing. He's one of the best shot blockers in the league. He's got some of the best defensive rating numbers in the league. Uh, he gets steals. He gets everything. The counting stats are there. Uh, and you can just see his impact on defense. I think the Lakers are going to be great on defense this year. Um, they have been the last couple of years. And, yes, it's a very new team. But I feel like the guys they brought in, a lot of them are solid at defense. And he's still got anchors. I think LeBron is still going to be there doing well. I, I don't think he's going to be bad. Russell Westbrook is an all right defender. And then Anthony Davis in the paint. I mean, that's great. And we'll see if he plays power forward or center. I feel like he's going to play center a lot more this year. And that might show up in the defensive like rating numbers because centers obviously protect the paint a lot more. And I feel like that can be really impactful for voters who look at that. Um, But yeah, we just know how talented he is. It kind of depends on what the Lakers do and how healthy he is this season. But we know he's got the ability. Yeah, I selfishly as a Lakers fan wanted to go Anthony Davis. I didn't because it's it's like bad to say, but I, I don't know if he's going to he'll last a full season right. healthy. Um, right. But you know, it's tough. That's always tough to predict. So, you know, I try to take that out of it, but I want bam out of bio of the Miami heat. I think he he's just shown that he's consistently one of the best defenders in the NBA. He has the athleticism to guard pretty much every position. Um, and I think, I know Rudy Gobert's gotten a lot of defensive player of the years, but like that also goes into, you know, their consideration. How well can you guard everybody? And like you said, Anthony Davis is one of those guys as well, but Bam Adebayo has just shown that it doesn't matter who you switch, switch him on to. He's going to lock them up. Um, and then he's, he's also a guy that's, that's like, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but he can take another leap in his defensive, you know, in his defense this year. Um I think that team that team is going to be interesting to watch. Kyle Lowry, I feel like I always forget he's on that team. Um, 
But uh, I've got Adebayo winning defensive player of the year. Yeah. I also, I saw online something where, I mean, his defense is already so good, but his offense, you can tell that there's like big leaps that he can take. He's already solid, but like shooting and mid-range, he just started taking mid-ranges last season. And if he starts making more of those shots, putting up more points, I think he'll get more recognition. And I feel like the Heat, just because they were underwhelming season last year, that he kind of didn't get the shine that he deserved. Um, so, yeah, I definitely like like that pick, too. Moving on, Rookie of the Year. I have Jalen Green of the Houston mm-hmm. Rockets. Um, do you have him as well? No, I okay. picked Cade, but I, I kind of okay. expected. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Green, I just I, – I, I'm still mad that he didn't go to UCLA, but as a UCLA fan, it's okay. He went to get his money. Um, he's just a, a pure scorer, and he's going to put up numbers guaranteed on this Houston Rockets team. I feel like that's like he's going to start, I, I assume. and He better. Um, and, and he's going to just take a lot of shots. And, I, and you know, we saw we, – we've seen just with awards in general, numbers carry a lot of weight. And especially with rookie of the year, it's kind of just like, all right, who's going to fill up the stat line. And I think, and this could go for your pick as well, obviously. Um, But I just, I like, I like Jalen green more as a pure scorer. And I feel like that's, what's going to get him his numbers on the Rockets. Right. I, I mean, I feel like that is kind of what a lot of people are thinking where he's going to take a lot of shots. There's no way his scoring totals aren't going to be high. He's probably going to be really inefficient. And that's what a lot of rookie of the years are. Um, I kind of went the other way with Cade Cunningham, where I feel like he'll maybe be the LaMelo role where he'll be really solid and people will kind of see the impact more of the counting stats. Um, Because a guy like Anthony Edwards, who put up a lot of points, uh, I think he averaged almost 20 by the end of the year, but he was also very inefficient, at least to start the season. uh, And that kind of went into it and the success of the team. Um, I don't expect the Pistons to be better than the Rockets or anything, but I feel like Cade Cunningham has sort of the extra parts of his game where he can make other people around him better. Uh, and that doesn't mean Jalen Green can't. I just feel like Jalen Green is going to be a scorer. Um, so it kind of depends on what the voters want in that, um, who does it better. Um, I just, it's weird that Jalen Green, I think, is the favorite just because, I mean, he's so talented already. Um, and I mean, he's going to put up the points. That's kind of the whole point. But Kid Cunningham, his playmaking ability, I think the Pistons are going to be a lot more of a fun team this season just because the hype that he's got. Um, and I, I mean, he's still the number one pick. Like, I feel like people are more yeah. excited for Jalen Green at this point. But Kate Cunningham is the number one pick for a reason. So I'm really excited to see what he does. But I feel like it will be a two-man race between these two. Yeah. You didn't go with your boy, Evan Mobley? Wasn't feeling it? It's, you know... <laughs> I think Evan Mobley is going to be great in this league. I don't expect his first season to be fantastic just because the Cavs are kind of just, they got a lot of big man and I don't know what they're going to do with that. I think Evan Mobley would, I mean, I think he is a center. I think he can play power forward, but I think he is a center mostly. And then they're going to maybe sit Jared Allen for times and Evan Mobley is going to move to center. And then Lowry Markinen is going to move to power forward. I always forget he's on the team. Yeah, it's just going to be a weird rotation, in my opinion. And, I mean, running him at two different positions, like, I don't know how quickly he's going to figure that out. But um, he's he's shown a lot of flashes in Summer League, and I feel like it's more down the road where it's going to be super good. But I feel like it might take him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that that's how it 
usually is, except, you know, besides the guys that burst on the scene, but that's very rare. Um, MVP, would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, Sure, I'll go first. Um, I got my uh, least favorite player in the league winning MVP, (laughs) Mr. Kevin Durant. Um, You know, I'm slowly coming back around to more appreciating rather than hating. And Kevin Durant, I think, is probably the best player in the league right now, if not top two or three, I don't really, doesn't really matter. The man is so talented and he can just get his shot over anyone. I think he's going to put up 30 plus this season. He tore his Achilles and then came back like nothing happened. Nobody does that, especially if you're seven feet tall and have no muscle on you, you're supposed to be able to take a little bit of time to recover. And this man doesn't Uh, No, Kyrie. I think he's going to put up more stats him with James Harden. James Harden's been able to coexist with other stars sometimes. I mean, he's a very good playmaker, and I think putting him at point guard, there's going to be iso ball. I mean, it's Kevin Durant and James Harden, but Kevin Durant's going to get his shots. I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up 32 like Curry did this season. Um, And you know it's going to be really efficient, and I don't expect the Nets to be a bad team. I feel like they're going to be top three pretty much even if there is injuries. We don't know what happens with Kyrie Irving. I feel like if Kyrie doesn't play, honestly, Kevin Durant's stats are probably going to be higher, uh, at least his scoring numbers. But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like the story's kind of set up for him to win this. Yeah, uh, it's a good pick. Um, I'm honestly looking at this, and I don't think Kyrie's going to play. Like, Yeah, I don't know. Everything is pointing to him not playing, like, at least the first half of the season. I mean, he would have to – it doesn't sound like anybody's changing his mind either. Yeah. So, so doesn't look like Kyrie's going to be out there. Kevin Durant is a great pick. I went with more of a long shot for the guy that I think is going to okay. take a, a bigger jump. Um, his team, in my opinion, got, got a little bit shallower, which I think allows for him to get a, just put up a lot more numbers. And I have Jason Tatum of the Boston wow. Celtics winning MVP. You know, I, I, I struggle with this one because, you know, there's there's Steph, there's KD, there's Luca, there's I looked at Trey Young. Like there, there are there are guys everywhere, but I looked at Jason Tatum's career stats. 13 points. These are in his first four years, 13 points, 15 points, 23 points, 26 points. And then you look at rebounds, five rebounds, six rebounds, seven rebounds, seven and a half. Assists, one and a half to two to three to four. That's very steady improvement. Um, and again, n- none of those numbers are MVP numbers. But if he if he continues to improve, he's still young. I think this is gonna th- this could be a guy that we look at and say, wow, like he it's like Jokic last year. Do we give him most improved and MVP? I I, I think it could happen. I think it's all set up for him. I think it's gonna be the Tatum and Jalen Brown show there. I think Tatum's gonna be the focal point of that offense obviously um so and i think the celtics you know i don't think they're gonna it's it's so tough there probably won't be a you know a top two three seed they'll be up there though and i think they'll be firm enough in the playoffs and jason tatum is going to break out even more than he has and i have him winning mvp yeah I, I really like, I like the long shots, but I mean, it, I could definitely see it happening. Um, and I, I mean, 
Celtics fans, if Jason Tatum is playing well, we know how loud they're going to be and obnoxious about how he deserves this award. So, I mean, yeah, he plays in Boston. He's going to get the credit (laughs) he deserves if he does it. So, yeah, I like it. Um, I'm just so excited for this season, man. I mean, it's so soon. All right, NBA champion, give it to me. NBA champion already? I'm not ready for this. Um, This is just just preseason. This is just what you're looking at. Just throwing it out there right now? Yeah, and if you hit, then... Great job, uh, and if you don't, oh, um, preseason doesn't matter. Well, I'm guessing you're going Lakers, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I'll go first. I, I have the Lakers beating the Bucks. I don't think the Nets okay. can beat the Bucks without a third star. Right. I if Kyrie played, I'm absolutely taking the Nets, even though I'm not going to be rooting for them. I'm picking them 100. Um, but now that he's now that oh, I don't know if he's playing. Or <laughs> nobody, not, but he's nobody not knows. Starting, um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Lakers too. I mean, man, it's tough, but I feel like that's kind of the finals matchup that I had anyway. Mm -hmm. And the teams in the East that could pass them instead of the nets. I mean, I think Milwaukee's great, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like the Lakers, I feel, I don't know, man. It it just seems like it's all set up there that all those guys come and they all get their ring. Yeah. Like that, that would be so amazing. Like, I feel like, if you're if you're not like an active Laker hater and you're just an NBA fan, like you you would have to root for that to happen. Like, yeah, like and for for the guys like Westbrook and Carmelo, right, not, that's not what for I'm like saying. LeBron. Yeah, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Sure. Like for Westbrook, for Melo, for for these guys that you know they're they're ring chasing, but also it's like they're they're, they're going to teams where you know they they look like they want to play. That it's going to be a very fun team to watch, in my opinion. Um, oh yeah and yeah I'm excited I I just want to see Westbrook like thrive succeed (laughs) I just want him to do well and I hate I I completely understand if you think Westbrook is not a winning player I mean that's what advanced stats say and I I think I look at advanced stats a lot but I think he's just got it in him where he can change his play style. And I, I feel like it could happen. So I I'm just really hoping if, it does. If, if he's going to change his place off for anybody, it's going to be for LeBron James. And yeah, and so. I think I just want the Lakers nets matchup. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. That'd be so fun. All right. Uh, this is a longer episode, but let's get into our MLB. Uh, it's going to be quick. I mean, we've, we've been talking about it really all year and talking about all these teams all year. So there's not much else to say. Um, just that, the Dodgers beat the Giants um, last night in really, I think, the matchup between the best two teams in the league. Like you put records beside, I still think that these two teams were the best this year, just in terms of just overall, not necessarily star power. Obviously, the Dodgers, I think, are the best in star power. Pretty much anyone would agree with that. Yeah. But just the way they played, like they were pretty obviously the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, I'm obviously hyped. Uh, Dodgers Braves is a rematch of last year's NLCS. I think the Dodgers are a better team. Uh, I mean, the Braves also have this have this like aura around them where it's like we lost, you know, Soroka, we lost Acuna, like, but but they've yeah. just kept on chugging. So it's it's almost like we we have two two powerhouses and two. Cinderella's left in the playoffs, which is which is kind of fun. Um, but my prediction, I think the Dodgers beat the Braves in either five or six games. 
yeah, I would go Dodgers in six for this one. I really, really wish the Braves were healthy. Uh, it just, it sucks that like Acuna is out. I mean, he's basically the, I mean, he is the best player on that team and he's mm-hmm. the most exciting player on that team. I love that we're getting a rematch at least though. I think that'll be yeah. really fun. And I, it just feels like the, the like NL championship, I, I guess was, was one, that the one was that the, the Dodgers and Giants night. just played, yeah. but I don't think the Braves are just going to roll over. I feel like they're still a very good team, and I feel like they could give them at least a shot. To and win. they get they get home field advantage because they're which, the higher seed, which is which is bad, stupid, by the way. Which is bad. Doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but hey, that's how it works. Um, but yeah, I, I it just I, I'm really excited for this because I feel like the Braves aren't. I think they're going to just surprise some people, even if they do lose. Mm-hmm. you're like oh the braves like yeah they're good but they're not going to beat milwaukee and then they win three one yeah. uh, they're too injured uh and it just happens um so yeah i'm really excited for this matchup um for the other side we got boston and houston i think this will be exciting too it's I the, feel it's like the cheater series it is American a cheater League series. Cheater series. Cheater I, series. I don't boston gets you know no hate on them for no reason <laughs> but hey I mean, I'm all for hating on the Astros too. <laughs> that being said, I do think Houston is the better team. Yeah. Um, I think that they could win in five or six also. Mm-hmm. Um, just they've their offense is incredible and their pitching is pretty good, which is definitely enough to keep them in. Um, it's just their offense has been so amazing. They destroyed the White Sox in multiple games. Uh, I hate the players, how cocky they are on that team, but hey, they've been backing up everything they've been saying. They've been great on the road too. It's hard to pick against them right now. And the Red Sox, I mean, they're very talented. I just don't feel like they're that deep, especially on like the pitching side. Yeah. Um, the Red Sox have been very fun. <laughs> I mean, as a, as a Dodger fan, it's, it's great. And it's also kind of sad to see Kike doing so well. And then also seeing <laughs> Jock Peterson do so well, like just with the way our offense has been performing recently it's like okay can we have them back please (laughs) um but yeah uh I think the Astros are a better team I I don't think I underestimated their offense I just think maybe I thought the White Sox pitching would get to them and they, they proved that they can literally hit anything um and the Red Sox I think this is going to be a very high scoring series because the Red Sox are a very offense minded team um that being said, I agree with you. I think Astros in five or six. If the Dodgers win, we're getting a rematch of either the 2017 or 2019 World Series or 2018, sorry, which is exciting. Um, I would be very happy to beat either of them. Obviously, I would rather beat the Astros. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so Dodgers, Astros, I think the baseball world would like that. Like If – if that happens either way, like the result of that is going to be insane. The The fan bases are going to go wild. If the Dodgers win, everybody's going to just hate on the Astros so much. Yeah. And if the Astros win, there's going to be the most obnoxious fan base ever <laughs> for how much they're like, oh, we didn't even need to cheat. <laughs> oh, my God. It'll be fun, though. It will be fun. Um. Dodgers and Astros seem like the powerhouses, but Red Sox and Braves have that Cinderella energy around them. So, yep, it, it, it it's almost the perfect storm in the playoffs where where we've, we it's not oh all the top seeds are there. It's it's yeah a mixture which we always love to I, see. 
I am so disappointed in the Rays also. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is what everybody's like, yeah, but they're the Rays and then they're all right. And I just, <laughs> that's not the team that they are. And they just yeah. did not play well against the Red Sox. And that's all that needs to happen. And it's, it's just sad. Shout out to the Giants. I mean, they were, like you said, last night, last night was game five for those of you that are listening later was like peak baseball. Like that was a baseball game. Like I was stressed out for <laughs> seven straight days. Shout out belly. Uh, shout out belly. Never, never stop <laughs> believing in belly. Um, playoff belly is a real thing, by the way. He has, he's already, he's already like tied for the most hits, most like game winning hits in the every inning or later or something. Every Dodgers player has something in the postseason <laughs> that they've done. You just wait. Albert Pujols is still going to get his money. <laughs> you know he um, will. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think we're we're heading towards a classic, uh, you know, playoff. Yeah. Run. Even um, if the Braves make it past them, it, it'll be every single matchup. I will, every single I matchup will be is going to be good. Yeah. I, I I think I'm either I'm obviously rooting for Dodgers versus anybody else, but uh, Dodgers. <laughs> I think Braves Red Sox, if that happens, is, is cool. Like, yeah, like you said, any matchup is going to be a cool World Series. Yeah, I just um, don't want the Astros to win. <laughs> yes. Um, all right, that's all. We had a – it was a very full, very fun episode. We talked about the NFL, NBA, and MLB, the the great trif- trifecta. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you listen this far in, we love you. Go ahead and comment your NBA MVP prediction. Uh, we're going to do a post about it come Tuesday when the season begins. Um, and yeah, that, that has been the World of Sports podcast for my co-host Logan Ring. My name is Diego Sandoval, signing off. Signing off.